0: So you, what Haitians? I stay smoking on good Jamaican. From different races, you get money, they started hatred. I woke up in a new Bugatti. I woke up in a new Bugatti. I woke up in a new Bugatti.
1: I spun that on my wrist. Two hundred dollars, spun that on you. Do me your model, put that on my list. Or that he going that foreign again, killin' the steamer in the core in the end. Murder she wrote, swallow with choke. Hit her and go, I call her again. Woke up rented in Miami, crib as big as a college. Smoked me a pound of the loudest, whippin' some with no mileage. Diamonds cost me a fortune, them horses all in them Porsches. Can't afford it. Forty-two hundred, my mortgage. Falling on oh, my car. You haters, you call me Only the real get a piece of the plate Rapping my CD around in my state Keep me up, flew they round with the case One beat then I bitches the place Bang. I come looking for you with hate I
0: stay smoking on good Jamaican From different races You get money, they started hating. I woke up in a new Bugatti I woke up in a
1: new Bugatti. I woke up in a new Bugatti. I woke up in a new Bugatti. I woke up in a new Bugatti. Bugatti. Yeah, and I'm at it again. there go that flow bringing tragedy in. Got me a chain, your salary spent. Just we bring them cavities in. Counting money, hourly trend. Rolling them skinny like Austin twins Squares, cabinet bins, neck full of gold, olympian. I'm blowing the check on the gear. Falling some rolling hop on the Lear. Strap with them choppers in back of the rear. Sock my i them killers this here. Fuck a burly, they mounting. Mine is telling me money. Paper, moolah. Pockets as bad as a tumor. Me in the no rumor. Living my life off a of tuna. Wanted with me, I deliver the beat. Rim, is only enjoying the feast. Pull up a seat, won't have Don't look what up when they're red on your sleeve. Bang, 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 bang. bang, bang. I
0: can looking for for you were I stay smoking on good Jamaican. Ouch. from different races. You get money, they start hatred hey, I woke up in a new Bugatti. 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 Photographs of dope. It's all they taking fingerprints on a Rose rush. It's why they hating push a button on his broke boy. That's that nation walk the road to riches bare feet. Me, me. I watch mama struggle now she living death freak. Oh, That's why I hustle for that half a twelve G's. Yeah. I'm trying to bubble every summer on LP. Woo. You gotta. Signing bone hit that man that's from 30 feet. <laughs> Left in the bottom fingerprints is on a honey mill That's what it is. Ricky Froze gate and they We have a trip. Yeah. I come what? looking for you. Ahead, what you know says. about this? I stay smoking on good to the man. We the best. I'll Double him. Honey limbs, you get money, they started.
2: out blowing up my phone you don't want to come out but you don't want to be alone it don't take but two to have a little soiree if you're in the mood sit tight right where you are babe because i'll be at your door in 10 minutes whatever you got on girl stay in it you ain't gotta leave the house to have a good time i'm gonna bring the good time home to you we'll have Yeah, but you got on, baby, stay in it You ain't gotta leave the house to have a good time I'm gonna bring the good time home to you We'll have a house party We don't need nobody Turn your TV off Break that boom box out We'll wake up all the neighbors Till the whole block hates us And the cops show up Try to shut uh
3: listening to W.R.P.R. Mawa.
4: Now that's a face for radio.
5: Get lost Tell my little not let her head up What the cause? Tell me baby if you found that life right now Hope it ain't tough No I could put you in my high club. What's up Let's take a trip Have you ever read the word Is yours on a blimp. Tell be free, baby, spread your wings Get your legs in the sky like a plane Let me guide that on the pilot Can't nobody see you 30,000 feet On your knees in the products Make big become a fighter Get high, baby, roll on Cloud now about to go up Loving the feeling, the turbulence but when we turn up When we land, we can roll out Show you something you ain't know about Tonight we be taking off like with your camera to show up I got you in the air, your body in the air How I feel up here You can scream as loud as you want, loud as you can Ain't nobody gon' here Would you like it better? Let's take a trip Have you ever read the word is yours? On a limb Tell it be free, baby, spread your wings Get your legs in the sky like a plane Let me guide that on the pilot Can't nobody see you 30,000 feet on your knees And the products make you freak, I'm a Get high, baby, roll on Cloud nine, about to go up I'm loving the feeling, the turbulence. Get when we turn up. When we land, we
6: can roll out. Show you something you ain't all about. Cold world. Tonight we be taking off like we got camera to I show up. I got it. Listen, you need a f that's gonna come over and You need it that you know it's not gonna run his mouth. You need it so when he done probably gonna put you out. You need it that's. So big, it's like a foot is in your mouth, and you ain't maybe sitting, but my kids all on your couch, and, oh, you nasty, oh, oh, you nasty, both graduated, so keep it in classy, look, they love me in the shot like MJ, they love me in the shot like Oprah, no block, not even a Kimbae, compare the code, you yourself and in the sofa, and sofa, my new sofa, check my profile, who you know make waves in the low time, d Joe, now she profile, Little brown again, my level Pretty brown thing in my bed Been a long time since I had to ask for hair So God, don't make me big But I will if I need to Cause for real, girl, I need you I can put you on a flight We can take off the night Get a high shit, I got a pill like a feed. I can put you in my club But son,
5: let's take a trip Have you ever read the word is yours? On a blimp Another one. Another one. We the best music! Yo, he ain't messing with no avid chick. Pop, pop. He got Nicky, he know that he hit the jackpot. A baller trying to score, check them shots but I hit him with them it could dial blocks. Eat the cake, guinea. Suck on my toes, yes. Hitting them home runs, I be like, go Mets. I want a dude that still kiss me when he mad. Type that caught me diamonds, he could miss me with them bags. Girl,
7: so we been laying right here, thinking about it all night. Baby, you should be up in my bed. Ooh, do you mind? Do you mind? Baby, you, do you mind? Do you mind? Do you mind? I'm just trying to get to know ya. Get up. Stop, baby, don't stop. You, you know you can do better, baby I know that no better that
8: inside, know that all right off topic here Steve Spannup, Randy Zelia Backsportspage.com We are uh, live Welcome, everybody, for an early edition Online right now, we have our uh, a good friend from whose line is it anyway his name is colin mockery one of the uh best best thing to come out of canada i think that's the best way to describe him colin how are you today i'm fine how are you i i I was trying to find a better way to give you a bigger build up and i think the best thing to come out of canada was one of the best things we can come up with how was it was it good for you
9: it's pretty
8: good. Okay, our our goal is for you to hire I, I us. Yeah, I thought once you said Colin Mocker, s- you spoke for itself, right? Yeah, there. That's, uh, a, that's a name that comes well, out. Well, our goal, of goal of. is for Colin to hire us so we can introduce <laughs> him everywhere he goes. Like he walks <laughs> into a was? restaurant, we introduce him, and that way, you know, people are like, "Oh, Colin's here." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> are, are you okay with that, Colin?
3: I, it this. I think this is going to work
7: out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
8: So, so Colin, you know, thank you for. Um, Thank you for, you know, giving us a few minutes of your time tonight. I know you're, you're busy, and, uh, you know, we're, we're just amazed because it seems like, you know, Whose who's Line was off the year, off the air with new episodes for close to 10 years, and you come back and you're just nailing it out of the park like no time has passed. So how do you feel about the fact that the show is back and, you know, you're, uh, you're back front and center like that?
9: Uh, I'm uh, thankful because it's my one skill. So the fact that this show came along and sort of showcased that uh, – I, I think we have to thank the internet for it. Um, uh, Brad Sherwood and I have been touring for uh, 14 years. We noticed our audiences were actually getting younger, which is unheard of. And it's because they were catching up on the show um, on YouTube. So it was sort of that groundswell that got the uh, network executives thinking maybe it was time to bring it back.
3: I mean, Colin, I have to, to totally agree with you. I mean, myself, I can personally spend hours on on YouTube looking up, you know, past who's uh, who's line is uh, it anyway. Uh, um recordings and stuff. It, it's it and just laugh, you know, at all those jokes and whatnot. I wanna know, uh you tried out for the first one in England. Uh you were on the second one, and what did you take from the second one to the third one that uh really took the show and brought it to a new level?
9: Um I think my uh veteran Savvy as <laughs> uh you know, not as physical as I used to be twenty years ago. <laughs> so I I'm using all my smarts to try to get the last without actually moving any.
8: What you know, Colin? We we had Brad on last week with us, and I asked oh, him. A, <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's your travel partner. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, you know, uh, we had him on, and w- before we dive into some of the, you know different projects you've done besides Who's Line, I I, I wanted to ask the question because maybe you'll have a better answer. Why isn't Drew Carey a part of this in- incarnation of Who's Line?
9: Uh, I'm not really sure. I think they wanted to try uh, to brand it as a new kind of show. I think they maybe thought Aisha uh, would bring a new audience to uh, Who's Line. Uh, she's, you know, face it, a little easier on the eyes than Drew. Nothing against <laughs> her. A very attractive man. Very attractive. <laughs> very, um, very. But uh, she brings a sort of a, a, a new energy to the, the show that I, I think um, makes it different, and, uh, but still we still have the same sort of, um, the same things that people love from the f- first couple of incarnations.
8: Now, obviously, it's just not whose line it is anyway. You've done uh, a lot of different, a um, diff- lot of different work between being on stage. Uh, you've been in different shows. You've worked with so many different people. What have been some of your favorite projects that you've been involved with? That's not whose line related.
9: Uh, I recently did a movie. Uh, what's great at this point is now my friends are getting into a position where they can hire me to do things. And, uh, there's this couple who do, uh, movies up in the north of, um, Ontario because they get great tax breaks. And they always hire me as a bad guy, which is great because I never get a chance. Of, well, I would never get a chance in Hollywood to, to get that kind of part, but they hire me as like truly despicable people. And, uh, for me, that's a lot of fun because it's something I don't get to explore a lot. Uh, a new muscle to sort of uh, stretch and build up. So I, I, I love doing movies with those guys.
8: What is the biggest difference from doing a normal TV show compared to doing Whose Line Is It Anyway, like as far as uh, you know, um, sitcoms and even doing movies? Can you talk about the work that goes into it, doing the tapings of all the different shows and movies, what, the behind-the-scenes aspect of it?
9: Yeah, it's really hard to beat Whose Line Is It a gig. We just kind of show up get dressed and then do it. Uh, with everything else, you know, there's rehearsals, you got to rehearse the camera angles, uh, there's discussions about your character. And I, I find with a lot of sitcoms these days, you can actually almost come up with a punchline the same time as the, the character. because there's sort of a, almost a mathematical uh, feel to it. It's like blah, 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 punchline. Uh, which Whose Line doesn't have because we never know where the jokes are going to come, where the setup is. So I, th- I think that's what keeps it fresh for us. It's. I mean, it's fun working on scripted shows because, again, that's another uh, muscle. But there's much more freedom, I think, in Whose Line? Than in scripted work.
3: And uh, could you explain what the pre- what kind of preparation is that you go into for the different types of works, as far um, as scripted or in- improv?
9: Yeah, Whose Line is tequila, uh, <laughs> as else, red wine, and um. <laughs> with this stuff, you, you sort of look through it. And you try to figure out what the writer is trying to get across, and that's where your your focus is to make sure that their message is um, uh, out there and what they want to say. You're you're delivering that message. Uh, with whose line? It's just uh, basically getting ready to have fun. The biggest challenge is to walk out there with absolutely nothing and just trust that somehow. With these uh, three other improvisers, you're going to end up with a TV show.
8: What happened with the ABC version of Who's Line back, you know, 10 years ago, 10, 15 years ago, when, I guess, you know, when Drew's regular show was having issues with ratings, it seems like they put Who's Line in that category. But what exactly happened? When did they sort of let you know that Who's Line wasn't coming back to ABC?
9: Well, the odd thing is they never told us we were canceled. So for 10 years, I kept thinking, any day now, I'll be getting a call. <laughs> um, I, I think there was a. I mean, I, think, I don't think they ever really understood what Whose Line was or the popularity of it. Uh, when we first started, they put us right behind Drew's show, and we got great ratings, and we're doing really well. Then they realized how cheap the show was, so they put us up against Friends and Survivor. Um, you may have heard of those shows. that were very popular in the 90s.
8: Yeah, I should have um, heard of them, Yeah. Uh,
9: yeah. So that we would get killed in the ratings, but because the show was so cheap, it still made uh, the company money. And then there was a bit of a re- regime change, and when that happens, usually they want to put their own imprint in the network, so they started uh, sort of slowly getting rid of the shows from the previous regime and putting their new things in, and I think we just kind of got lost in the shuffle. But they, they never... Um, I remember one time we were at uh, California Adventure, it was sort of an ABC weekend. And at the theater there, they um, we, we were doing a live show, and there was a line-up. People had lined up for four hours, and it went pretty much through the park. And Michael Eisner, uh, who's uh, Disney-owned uh, Warner Brothers at that time, said, Well, wow, I didn't realize you guys were so popular. And I thought, no, if anyone should, probably you should. <laughs> um, so uh, thankfully, people still enjoy it, and it still uses work.
8: I have to ask you this question because I feel it is important, and we're not going to bring up the Richard Simmons episode because that was such a—it's uh, still—it's still a YouTube classic to this day. It's a classic, yes. Yeah, but no, yeah. I still get uh, Christmas cards from him. Really, <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> um, what was it like working with Robin Williams on that episode of Whose Line Is It Anyway? That was a question I've always wanted to ask you because he seems like he's—he per- was perfect for that environment. Uh,
9: it, I think it was a highlight. Everybody on that show, uh, you know, we were all, of course, big Robin fans. He was sort of—he and Jonathan Winters were sort of the two people who did improv on television. So he was an inspiration to us. And then to have him on set with us, he was everything and more. I'd hope he had energy to burn. Uh, he went through three shirts, just covered with sweat. <laughs> and he was one of those guys. Uh, within minutes, he knew everyone on the crew's name. He was, uh, and he was an Oscar winner. We were on set with an Oscar winner, and he was just acting. He was just one of the guys, and uh, it was so much fun, and it was uh, such an honor to get a chance to work with him. It it truly is one of the highlights of my career.
8: What's amazing to me is whose line is. Correct me if I'm wrong. It's about a two hour taping, two and a half hour taping. Yeah. So, and they only aired a half hour of that episode. So there's like a lot of unseen footage with Robin there. I would love to see that footage.
9: Yeah, actually, w- when we do the taping, they can cut three to four shows from that. We just finished taping uh, a couple of days ago. We did five uh, five tapes, so from that they could get fifteen to twenty shows. So as I said, cheapest show in showbiz. <laughs>
8: um What other? Well, first, talk to us. About, uh, Brad gave us a little insight about the tour uh, that sh- that you and him travel around the uh, United States with and Canada. Um, mm-hmm. You know, can you tell us a little bit more in depth About what you guys do What people can expect When they come out and see you guys What, what Tell us about the two man show
9: We like to say it's sort of a live version Of who's lying without the tall guy And the black guy it's <laughs> Basically uh, A lot of the same games There's games we've had to adapt Because it's just the two of us uh, We have audience members on stage with us For about 80% of the games Sometimes filling in uh, the position that Drew had And sometimes actually improvising with us and uh, we do the world's most dangerous improv game, which is uh, there's a hundred live mouse traps on stage. Brad and I are barefoot and blindfolded, and we do a scene on it. And it's just as stupid as it sounds.
8: <laughs> well, I know you guys come to our neck of the woods over here uh, by Montclair, New Jersey. I know you guys have been there mul- multiple times. Um, I know the tour dates are on uh, Colin and Brad. Is it colinandbrad.com?
9: Uh, ColinBradShow.com.
8: ColinBradShow.com. So you can definitely check out uh, everything that Colin and Brad are doing and follow them. Uh, just a couple more questions. Um, just to get to know you a little bit more, Colin. Talk to us about your free time. What do you like to do? Do you have hobbies? Are you a sports fan? You know what? Are uh, you...
9: I'm i ho- I'm a hockey fan.
8: You're okay. Well, you're Canadian, so that's, that's like required. You're born. You're a hockey fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah of, of course. Canada, I, um, I,
9: I started off as a Boston fan uh, when. Well, when I was a hockey fan, there were six teams, so I've i been I, I there a while. Um, yeah, I was a big Boston fan, then I started to get sort of upset with, but then when they started trading some of their top players away in an effort to save money, so I'm uh, sort of in bet My wife is a rabid uh, Maple Leafs fan, so I have sort of moved my allegiance over there, and uh, thankfully it, there's I think they're on the track, the right track, after many years of just sucking
8: now, Colin, the other question I also have for you too is your relationship with Ryan Stiles is probably one of the best camaraderies on television, and it's it's really the truth. Is it something that you two, you know, do you guys ever have a conversation off camera about what you guys can do, or you guys just go out there and just it's just magic? Is it one of those types of uh, de- one of those types of deals?
9: Yeah, it was uh, pretty much from the first day we met. It uh, it just sort of clicked. Uh, we were actually talking about it the other day. Uh, I think it's like 40 years we've known each other now. Ow. Which does hurt. Uh, and yeah, from the very first time, we just sort of clicked. And I think we have the same sense of humor, sort of the same reference point. Uh, we amused each other. Um, and my favorite thing is, I never hear it from him except uh, when we do Who's Line. I see him. Every once in a while I get a text. For the longest time, he wasn't, he, he didn't have a computer. So I asked act- Actually, I had to friend his daughter on Facebook and go, hey, it's Uncle Colin, remember? Tell your dad to call me. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, he's getting a little bit. He actually just got on Twitter uh, in the last month, and everyone celebrated because uh, we never thought it would happen. Well, he's, uh, he's, uh, what I love about him is we go months without seeing each other, but when I see him, it's like I saw him yesterday. It's, he's, uh, yeah, it's a really good friendship.
3: And uh, talk a little bit about your earlier years, Colin. Um, How did you get the gig in in UK? Uh,
9: I was at Second City in Toronto, and um, they they were doing a cross country audition tour, and they saw the show. They left the show, so they had us audition. um, Unfortunately, the next morning at eight in the morning, which uh, it's not really prime time for comedy. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, But (laughs) we auditioned. We auditioned as a cast, and because. Uh, we'd worked well together. We did that thing you're supposed to do in improv where you just work as an ensemble. So nobody stood out. So none of us got hired. And it wasn't until the next year I'd moved uh, to Los Angeles. My wife had uh, written a show that went to television. I auditioned again and I auditioned with people that I didn't know. So it was like, Hey, screw you. Look at me. Mm-hmm. And um, I got it. So there's a valuable lesson for the kids out there. Put yourself first.
3: Make sure you got to shine too, as well. I mean, of right? Of course, yeah. You want to help out the people around you, but I mean, what's good? What good is it when you're nobody can see you?
9: It's been a nice little gig, a nice little life.
3: Yeah,
8: came along because I really had nothing to fall back on.
3: You know, being an impro- improvisational, uh, we, we, um,
8: we always have problem with that word. <laughs> <And> improvisation. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, I it's say, I just say improv. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> being an improv actor. Uh, who do you trip your growing into it, and who did you watch earlier years? I mean, because it was kind of new coming, you know, when you were getting into it. Uh, is there anybody you could attribute to growing up?
9: Yeah, it was. I mean, I'm actually making a living at something that wasn't an occupation when I was growing up. Mm-hmm. There was uh, Jonathan Winters was the only person uh, who would do improv on television, so he was sort of an influence. I always loved seeing him and just that sort of controlled madness that he would would show. Um, I was a big, I used to watch a lot of television when I was a kid, and a lot of old movies. So, you know, I was a fan of, like, Buster Keaton and Charlie Chaplin and Dick Van Dyke and Jack Benny and Bob Hope, and then into um, Monty Python and SCTV. So people that uh, would make me laugh, I would kind of watch and study, and then actually just steal bits from them. Um, So there were many influences.
3: Yeah, I feel like because uh, Who's Line is, it, is it anyway was kind of like pioneers. You guys were like pioneers into like the improv uh, acting type of a game. I think even in movies now they do it more so than they did even in the past. You know?
9: Yeah, I think it's the proudest thing about Who's Line is that um, it sort of made improv a more of a household word. Mm-hmm. People didn't really know what it was till Who's Line came out. Now, as you say, everybody's doing it from you know, Curb Your Enthusiasm to the Christopher Guest movies. Um, I, uh, I, I'm really happy about
8: the legacy, Colin. In 2003, uh, you did so. You got to do something with Leslie Nielsen, Wayne Gretzky, and Roy Halliday. Talk to me, you guys, since you're a big hockey fan, about meeting Wayne Gretzky because that, that's that's a big yeah, deal. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was, uh, as I
9: said, a big hockey fan, and I've been really lucky that because of Roosevelt I got to meet uh, Wayne Gretzky. I got to meet Gordie Howe, which was
8: oh wow, uh, oh, that's amazing. Yeah, right yeah. There.
9: He, and he was such a gentleman and uh, my uh, my favorite one was um, I was doing a, um, a fundraiser with uh, Don Cherry who um, was a coach of uh, the Boston Bruins and is now a, a, an analyst and has a, a, a sort of a between period show so uh, I was doing that and he came over and said hey Bobby Orr's at my table and he wants to meet you it's a good situation, man Yeah, yeah, yeah right? that's great uh, And it's one of those things where you're almost always afraid to meet your heroes Again, the loveliest guy I just kind of was staring at him At one point I sort of blurted out, I have a doll of you And he just kind of stared at me I said, it's not even out of the package Yeah. So I think I really creeped them out
8: <laughs> That's awesome, actually,
3: Co- Colin. I want to want know. In your early years, you did a little bit of theater work, and uh, and now you're you're pretty much doing all. The, did you ever think about going back to doing theater? Uh,
9: I actually had a chance uh, about two years ago to do a, a play called Art, um, and it'd been I think 20 years uh, since I'd done any theater, mm. and it was one of the best experiences. I was terrified. I was working with two exceptionally. Talented uh, veteran actors, and um, they were, you know, very good to me and very welcoming. And it was one of the best experiences I ever had, and it sort of gave me the uh... bug to do it again. Uh, Wayne Brady is doing Hamilton in Chicago, and I went down there to see him, and she's fantastic. If you're in Chicago, uh, catch it. And I thought, yeah, I'd really like to do this more. So who knows? I just have to find people who will hire me. Uh, you shouldn't have too, <laughs> much, shouldn't of have too much of a problem with that. You know? Yeah.
8: Well, oh, uh, surprised. <laughs> well, <laughs> well I'm gonna, if it's okay with you, um, I don't know if you knew this, Colin, but uh, back in 2003, you came on my program back when I was, you know, just getting started in this business, and... Um, we did a little bit of a word association with you. If it's okay, I'd like to give you a name, and you can give me your opinions on that person, and we can, uh, and then I will, then we'll finish up by giving out your tour dates, especially since you're going to be right around the corner from us down here in Morristown, New Jersey. So, um, oh. we'll, we'll start with uh, Aisha Taylor.
9: Oh, um,
8: sexy, smart, no ass. No, <laughs> no ass. <laughs> um, Chip Eston. Oh.
9: One of the sweetest men in the world, so happy with his success. Um, I write all his songs in Nashville. Oh, okay, perfect. I, I, perfect. I, a
8: Canadian writing country songs—that <laughs> that works <laughs> yeah. itself out perfectly. Um, and I, from what I understand, he'll be on an upcoming episode of Who's Line This Year.
9: Yeah, he made a surprise appearance, uh, which was great. It was just—it uh, was so much fun. He brings such a—he's such a high-energy guy. It's always nice to see him.
8: Greg Proops,
9: uh, the smartest man in the world. Um, can talk about anything for long, long periods of time, Uh, especially baseball. I I think he's memorized lifetime batting average of every player who's ever played.
8: That's that's awesome. That's very impressive. You can
9: lose an entire afternoon talking to him. That's I, I love it because I just say, hey, Greg, how are you? And then I sit back for a couple hours. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
3: Is he one of those, are you, so you don't love baseball, you're more of a hockey fan. Does he sit there and talk to you about baseball, though, or like you like you know exactly yeah, what he's talking
9: about? It's, he does, but it's, it's fascinating. I mean, you know, I have a limited, uh, you know, we, we had the Blue Jays. Uh-huh. So for for two years, Toronto was really into baseball. And the Expos <laughs> for a little
3: while, too, right? And the Expos were there yeah. for a little
9: but it's, lo- it's lovely hearing the history and I always love hearing people talk about something they're passionate about.
3: Yeah, yeah.
8: Yeah, that's, that's very true.
3: Especially somebody like, you know, like you said, I mean, I haven't met him but can spit out these numbers like that. I mean, I, I'm a stats guy. I love that stuff, you know, so for me, I would be yeah. oh, in heaven too.
9: He knows it all and he, like, he's met so many, like he talks about meeting William Mays and uh, some of the great players throughout the years. So, yeah, I find it fascinating.
8: Uh, the next one, uh, Josie Lawrence. Uh,
9: a sweet, British woman who can give as much as she takes. She's a very sweet, a beautiful singing voice, and then you think, oh, you know, I'm just going to throw a little insult in here, and she will come back with some of the filthiest language you've ever heard. <laughs> 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 uh, he is a true... Uh, Drew Carey. Don't care for him. Um, <laughs> don't care for him. If you're ever going to meet a millionaire, <laughs> try to meet one as generous as Drew. Um, when we were doing Whose Line, every summer he would take the cast and crew and their families on some trip somewhere. Uh, one year it was um, uh, Disney World. One year it was a, a 10-day cruise to Belize and back. Um, he Uh, I can't say enough about him. I mean, because of him, whose line became a success. And he would say, you know, it's great. You guys do all the work. Then people come up and tell me how much they love my show. (laughs) He was always uh, incredibly generous to us. He takes time with his fans. So it can be in the middle of the meal. If someone comes up, he'll get up, talk to them, sign, take pictures. He he kind of showed me how to um, deal with the public and how to be a gentleman.
8: Ryan Stiles
9: um, Probably the, One of the funniest and Most well-rounded improvisers um, I've ever known He never seems at a loss for words He can't uh, He actually did a greatest hit With uh, Wayne, this taping mm-hmm. So it, uh, for me That would have just struck fear into my heart But he, God bless him He went up and di- did it um, He's I think stuck in nineteen. 19- Seventy. All his references are from nice. the seventies. So a lot of, a lot yeah. of a. jokes or Dolly Parton. Uh, but okay. Again, he is a gen, a very generous improviser.
8: It, I, this past season, he said he'd never seen Back to the Future. Is that true? He's never seen yeah. Back to the Future.
9: <laughs> yeah. One of his favorite movies for the longest time was a movie called Uncommon Valor, which nobody <laughs> really knows.
3: Never far. heard of it. I've
9: never heard of it. Yeah. Gene Hatchman and. Four Marines try to bring someone back from the jungle or something, and I don't think it got great reviews. But nope, he loved it. <laughs> <laughs>
3: was that Gene Hackman's last movie that he did before I, I, he retired? Is that, so. is that the
8: one? Oh, no, that
9: was, that
8: was I think in the early '80s. That was, oh, be, okay. that was before Hoosiers.
3: All right, so that, was, that was early years. It
8: has to be before Hoosiers. Um, <laughs> okay, now Colin, before we uh, you know before I give your tour dates out here, um, real quick, we said the same thing to Brad uh, last week. Uh, me personally, I, I've been watching Who's Line for the longest of times, and one of the games that I, I miss is Superheroes. Now, can you get that back for next season? Is that possible? You can get Superheroes back next season.
9: You know what? I will try that. I just realized we haven't played that. I don't think on this incarnation.
8: It's, uh, it's a fun well game. I will certainly get on that.
9: It is a fun game. Um, yeah.
8: Uh, and, yeah oh. I'll talk to them. And and and, I, I and narration and narration. You and you and Ryan All together right. during narration is is. is too funny.
9: All right, and if I can try to get them to substitute that for hoedown, I certainly will
8: push <laughs> it. <laughs> Brad said the same thing last yeah, week. Yeah, he, yeah. he said he's like, yeah. "What? What's the problem with hoedown? I, I, I want to know." Everyone hates it. I mean,
9: when I first started this show, my kid was two months old. She's now twenty six. Okay. So 26 years of (laughs) hoedowns.
8: Trying to find rhymes for penis. There's only so many. (laughs) Well, that's the same thing with Irish drinking song for you. That's why I think they took you off from being last on there because everything was like a a, a mean reference or a dirty reference. There are some times where I go, my god,
9: I'm almost 60. I should not be doing
10: this. Oh, man.
8: All right. well, you can check out Colin and Brad. Uh, Their tour starts on March 3rd. Uh, they'll be out at the Chandler Center for the Arts in Chandler, Arizona the Gallo Center for the Arts in uh, Modesto, California uh, th- all the tour dates are there for us New Jerseyan New Jerseyan people, I guess that's the right way to say it New Jerseyans? New Jerseyans, New Jerseyans uh, they're going to be out at the Mayo Performing Center in Morristown, New Jersey uh, go to Ticketmaster now, get the tickets Colin, thank you so much for giving us yeah, the time, man, I, know, you I, so I know you're running around today, Oh and um, you know Thank you for being the best thing to come out of Canada.
9: Oh, thank you. Well, Thank you so much for
8: letting me on, guys. Uh, Thanks for having us. And also, follow him on Twitter. Go on Twitter. Colin is brilliant on Twitter. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Colin. Appreciate it.
9: Thanks
3: a lot. Thank Thank you great guy man
8: that was that's another a plus interview yeah great steve, guy steve, steve thank you for carrying it yeah I appreciate yeah. It. You know, uh, yeah of course yeah i don't you know. know what we do without you i uh, the back is this, oh, uh, yeah. little WD-40 i don't understand I don't understand, <laughs> I don't understand how you're uh, <laughs> you know you're uh, you're still like you know bre- not breathing heavy right now it's just yeah it's you crazy. know it was
3: a long time yeah i'm gonna be back guys i actually you know get a drink of water you know maybe a
8: scotch power bar a power bar, bar. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, gonna get a power bar for, for carrying that interview that that was a tough one, man. That the, tough the, one. You know what? No, he's uh, he's the type of guy you can just sort of like listen to for. Oh, he's great, man. For yeah. hours, and uh, I'm, I'm glad we were able to get him. Um, I'm yeah. glad we, we you know we had to move the times around for him today, but it worked. Hey, and, you uh, know,
3: anything we got to do for Colin?
8: Yeah, and um, by the way, that portion of off topic is brought to you by Level One Gaming. Steve, are you? Uh, do you play video games all the time? You sure? Yeah, oh, you're not lying yeah. to me, right? All the time. All okay, time. good. Uh, go to level1gaming.com yeah. right now
3: while I'm changing diapers I while you're changing it.
8: diapers you're playing Atari <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's what you kept, up bringing, <laughs> you kept up bringing up last week <laughs> was Atari I know, I know. Um, okay so our good friends over at Level 1 Gaming over in uh, Pompton Plains you, listen, if you're a video game guy or a video game girl, because there are girls that are gamers oh, out there... there's
3: a lot, actually. To I, big, I think there to, might be to, more to female
8: gamers out there than... Than men? Women? I don't know about that no, one. I, I don't mean, know about that,
3: that. We have to see the numbers on listen, that, Listen, it is 2000... Be, it'd be news. It's I, 2017. I, that's think, happen. I think the numbers is, are higher than we would think they are, to be quite honest with you, with uh, the level of how many uh, women play games nowadays.
8: Yeah, it's, it's it's very true. But listen, if you're a gamer out there, you like Nintendo, Sega... Dreamcast, PS, the original PlayStation, PS2, yeah. PS3, PS4, PS Two, PS Three, uh, PS Four, PS, PS. Is that the original? I, PS, PS. That uh, that uh, I, that makes, I, that's horrible. <laughs> that's horrible that I went that route. <laughs> if you're uh, if you're a gamer like uh, like Steve was, or yeah. you know, like it I is, was, maybe. if you want to go back and play some of the older games, or like Bob is, uh, if you want to play some of the older games, or or you want the new games, go to Level One Gaming right now at level dot com, or go to sixty one Route twenty three South in Pompton Plains, New Jersey. Visit the crew over there. They have everything you need. Call them right now at 862-248-0456, 862-248-0456, or go to their website, com. They have everything there you need. All right. So um, we are going to, before we t- jump out of here for a minute, to take a, a minute so we can react to everything that we just spoke with Colin about. Um, we are on early, but usually we are from 6, six p.m. to eight p.m. We jumped right into this interview tonight, which was pretty cool. Yeah, um, jumped
3: right in. So we have we have a lot of time. Yeah, we have a lot of to time listen to listen to me and you just ramble, ramble. Well, we That's we have, it, we have
8: the NBA trade deadline that happened today at three p.m. Yeah, 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 yeah. We have which, some...
3: Not much to talk about Not much really happened But but a lot did happen A lot happened during the week but not really happening Like
8: like we're going to try And get Eric Webb To come on a little earlier tonight Nice nice So so Eric can break it down Yeah of course Um, course. And then the other part too Is we can discuss A little bit of spring training We can talk about The Revis situation
3: Yeah Revis situation Pitchers catchers report it You know the Yankees The Mets Zach Wheeler's out Again? Again? Again. Yeah, this is, yeah.
8: it's, it's, it's like, so has this guy been healthy yet? No. Yeah, yeah. I don't <laughs> think so,
3: right? I, I don't it's think. Game yeah, game. yeah, yeah. How many games does this guy play? Like you know. 12? Yeah. It, 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 they <laughs> yeah. They would have a good staff if he if he was there. You is know, there right. any news on they Harvey still have staff oh,
8: We'll talk about Harvey later, yeah, we'll too. But is anything him. anything going on with that? But we'll we'll jump into that in a few minutes. He, he's
3: about to get traded to the Yankees, you know,
8: <laughs> of course. That's <laughs> where he wants to play, <laughs> you know. <laughs> That's so true, but so wrong.
3: Um, <laughs> he wants to play in pinstripes. Let's face it, guys. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, <laughs> med fans. <laughs> There's
8: no other way to put it. Sorry, med fans. Um, oh, also, um, again, we'll get the update on Darrell Rivas yeah, as definitely. well. Yeah, definitely. Um,
3: he doesn't want to play for the Jets. Yeah, he, he doesn't you know. want to play
8: for the Mets either. Nor the Mets, yeah. <laughs> yeah he wants to. Uh, think he, he wants, wants out of New York. York. That's why I did
3: that. You know, I think that's I, listen, this, I this is this way out. You know, this <laughs> is you no. Know, this is why you are who you are. And we <laughs> so I, that. I don't even care about the money. I'm out of New York. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we also, I'm we knocking we, these two guys uh, out. to Get out, <laughs> out of New out York. One. If I have to get out, I'm knocking two out.
8: Um, also, we'll discuss the other thing that you and I have to discuss too is the Melo situation. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's what I mean. A lot did
3: happen in the trade deadline. When a lot didn't happen, you know, because the the Knicks didn't do anything.
8: Knicks didn't do anything. And I like you just said, I think there's some stories here about the teams that didn't make any moves or the deals that were not made. Yeah, exactly. I, I think that this relationship now between Paul George and the Pacers is very strained. Yeah. Because... You know there was a lot
3: of talks about getting him out of town yeah right? was,
8: I know up until the last five minutes that they were talking to the Lakers they were talking to yeah. the Celtics and they were talking what do you think do you
3: think he's a good fit for the Lakers do you think he I
8: think anybody's a good fit Definitely. for the Lakers right yeah, now I mean, yeah, they, yeah. They, they need somebody right yeah, anybody they, they need help um we'll go into the NBA a little bit too. We'll try and yeah. get Eric Webb on the phone with us, and we'll, yeah, uh, we'll save that. We'll, we'll save that for we're, Eric. We're gonna save that for Eric because I think it's uh, with the Web report. With the Web report, yeah, the with the webcast. The webcast. <laughs> <laughs> the webcast. <laughs> I like that. actually you like that. I just oh, did man, that right that's there. that is perfect. That is perfect. I like so it, man. I'm trying to get the the music. Uh, the music up here. Well, th- we, that's another story too. We got to talk about it was uh, Magic Johnson. Uh, return to Los Angeles. Apparently, we're just yep, having a little yep. issue with the music here. Ah, we don't need music. I'll play what the music. Don't, <laughs> don't worry about it. <laughs> All right. We want to hear it. <laughs> uh, yeah. Hey, hey right. pass me the harmonica. Yeah. I got this. Don't even worry. Yeah, on, that note, uh, <laughs> 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 on that note, we'll be right back in a few minutes here. Off topic, Steve up, Randy Zelia. Hey, hey. uh, here a little early, uh, 5.30, where he will be until about 7 o'clock tonight. We're <laughs> going to like
3: 12, right?
8: I'm here until 7 o'clock tonight, <laughs> and then we'll uh, come back in a little bit. All right, we'll be here. WRPR 90.3 FM Repco College my
11: youth, my youth is yours tripping on skies sipping waterfalls my youth My youth is yours run away now and forever my youth My youth is yours the truth's a truth so loud it's ignore. My youth, my youth. My youth My youth my youth is yours We start to drive What if we close our eyes We're speeding through red lights Into paradise Cause we've no time For getting old What if body, time, souls Cross your fingers, here we go oh, oh, oh. And When the lights start flashing Like a photo is yours. Tripping on the sky, sipping waterfalls. My youth, my youth is yours. Run away now and forever. My youth, my youth is yours. The truth's so loud got God ain't long.
8: WRPR Off Topic. You're on the air with Stephen Randy. Who's this? Oh, they're gone. They're, they interrupted Hell's Bells.
3: That's it. That's it. That's what they maybe did. it was a sign. Maybe it was a
8: sign. Yeah, you maybe... Know? Um, you know, we Hell's were Bells wasn't meant mo- to be Hell's played Bells. through the whole
3: song this t- tonight. Yeah, you know yeah. I mean?
8: Well, that's usually our opening song, but we yeah. didn't have the music up ready yeah. to go. So um, while we're here, let's... Uh, well, let's we, went, we went right
3: into... Uh, we, column, we, do, we
8: jumped right into Colin. Hey, we, are, we take care of our talent. We I take, know. Co- you know, not for nothing, he was in the green room and is, you know, we're in Canada. He, ha- he had to go on, you know. <laughs> he's <laughs> like, hey, listen, it's
3: got to happen now. And we're like, okay. You know, we take care of the talent. We'll put you on right now.
8: You know, and uh, we, were, we were talking off air about the uh, trade deadline and um, just... What, what's been going on around the NBA? And we'll, we'll jump into that a little bit, yeah. a little bit later. I'll go text yeah. Eric's going to come on in a little bit. We'll save that. We'll yeah. Save that. Yeah. Real quick. Web uh, report. Uh, Web <laughs> report. Real, <laughs> real quick. Let's go over social media with us real quick here. Yeah. Um, Steve Spanip is located where? on um
3: where Twitter. Twitter oh yeah okay Twitter, Twitter Instagram Andy, you know. <laughs> <laughs> not Facebook I just want to throw it out there no you're joining Facebook Randy likes how I you're joining Facebook it's gonna happen it's all right so happen. yeah on Twitter Steve span and you can also find me on Instagram and Steve
8: span as well too should we um uh, and I'm on uh, Twitter at Randy BSP I'm on Instagram Randy BSP I will not go on Snapchat I'm not 12 oh I am on Snapchat yeah you are you're, cause I'll you're, take cause that you're, one because you're 12 yeah <laughs> listen. You can put some
3: funny pictures on there.
8: I, I have noticed. I don't have time for funny pictures. You don't have time for funny pictures. No, I am. I am.
3: I'm going to take some funny pictures of you. <laughs> you know what's going to happen <laughs> during I, the, I, during my, the show is because now you have the time.
8: My yeah. better half is listening to me right now, <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and you know what? Like she'll, she's. I think she might join Snapchat just to listen. Um, just, better uh, half.
3: You know what you should do? Join Snapchat when he's knocked out, taking a little cat nap. Funny pictures. She'll I'll do one. this. Don't do that. Send them today. I'll, pu- I'll put them, I'll put them on our Twitter page. And She'll just sneak on my phone. <laughs> Where's
8: Steve's number? Where can I send that to? Well, the, that's all I have to do is listen
3: to the show. To, oh yeah, she, she, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one, so, two, three, four.
8: Um, r- real quick. Also, yeah. So I'm on Instagram. I'm on Twitter. Randy BSP. I'm also on Facebook. Follow the show on Twitter yep. at Off BSP as well as. Uh, off topic with Steve Spanup and Randy Zelia on Facebook. Um, so that's the social media plug of the of, plug of the week. Uh, yeah, we still have yeah. song of, song of the week is still coming. That's, that's later down the road, right? And we know, mm-hmm. yeah, we don't, We do that maybe around six thirty seven after we speak. Quarter You and I speak. <laughs> you and I speak privately. What <laughs> the song is going to be, or oh, no, until man. we find a, a good song from nineteen ninety five. Yeah, yeah. um, Schedule for tonight: NBA. Portland is in Orlando. Charlotte's in Detroit. Houston at New Orleans. New York is playing cl- in Cleveland on TNT. The Clippers are in Golden Oof, State. They're playing
3: against Cleveland. Yeah, they're going to get smushed tonight.
8: Yeah, it's 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 going to be. Uh, is it going to be a
3: bloodbath or what? It's
8: it's going to be a bloodbath. <laughs> and then uh, Denver and Sacramento to close out the NBA schedule tonight. Uh, hockey: New York Rangers are at Toronto. The Islanders are in Montreal. Calgary's at Tampa Bay. Arizona is in Chicago. Okay, so um, one of the big things that we uh, we were discussing last week was Darrell Rivas. Yeah, yeah. Um, the Jets have not made any moves to the roster as far as yeah, he is yeah. concerned yet. I think they're waiting to find out. Um, he, you know, he was arrested, but there has no been no charges against him as far as you know the court making any type of ruling or so on and so forth.
3: Yeah, I don't think they ruled on anything yet, but yeah. I think they filed charges though. Don't they, they? they
8: filed charges, so there should be um, something from the commissioner. Something's going to be coming down the road yeah, eventually. Th- eventually, he'll and be I fi- think
3: the Jets are waiting back, sitting in the, you know in, the, in uh, the shadows, waiting for whatever. Okay, you know, good,
8: Goodell know. sitting there going, all right. Which is flip, good, though. I mean, the coin and, okay, suspended four games.
3: Well, no, I mean, he could come out right now and say, oh, yeah, this guy's suspended. I don't care what happens. And not knowing exactly what happens. Well, that's the problem. Nobody knows know? exactly what's yeah. going
8: on. There's some reports that he was involved with the burglary. There's other reports that he was robbed. There's other reports that yeah. he was the driver. They say Everyone's saying this is so out of character of him. So yeah. we need to kind have some clarity about what's really going on yeah, here. Yeah, exactly. So we'll we'll jump into that also in a few minutes. Um Spring Training. People yeah. reporting oh, man. why I'm okay. You're a Yankee fan. I'm I'm a what's the best word to describe my Yankee fandom?
3: You're a Yankee fan?
8: I'm a Yankee fan, but I'm not the guy who sits there and is watching the game every night. I'm more okay. I, I'm more scoreboard watching the on all right, the but, online.
3: All right, so I'm a Yankee fan too. But well, I'm, I'm watching. A, I'm, watching I'm, more of a, I'm more of an extreme Yankee fan, okay. I'm also a baseball fan. Where I watch, that's I what watch, it is. you know, West, a, Coast games, you know? Fans, I yeah. West Coast stupid games. <laughs> I'm yeah. a casual Yankee yeah. fan. San Diego versus Cincinnati on West Coast.
8: i So what are you <laughs> but, watching tonight? There's and, a, there's a barn burner between Chicago yeah. and Arizona. Oh, tonight. Gotta watch and, that. <laughs> Andrew
3: Cashner's on the yeah. mound. It's <laughs> great. I can't wait for this one.
8: So you know we, so I'm trying to figure out. We went through the A Rod stuff last year. Yeah, I think we're past it. I
3: think yeah, I think A-Rod's done. He's over with it. Well, no, well, as far as like...
8: But why are we still focusing on him? I understand that people are going to say, well, let's have him in a press conference and see what he really has to say about the Yankees and so on and so forth. But is it really necessary right now? Can't the focus be on the Baby Bombers? Can't the focus be... Can Sanchez follow up from his his great rookie season... Um, focus on the fact that Chapman's back can't we focus on that why are we still focusing yeah. on A-Rod I'm not getting this yeah I know so yeah, that was a good to, point too you know what I mean like I'd rather focus on these guys who are supposed to be here are supposed to be the future of this team yeah What you know?
3: are you glad that Chapman's back
8: I'm, I'm indifferent, you know. When he signed, you and I spoke about this, mm-hmm. and I'm yeah. very indifferent about this because you just over, you know. I like what you did. You traded him to Chicago. You got players back for him. Yup. Yep. You, and you're re- then they resigned him. And we then resigned him. But yeah, then the amount of money you gave him what, for a twelve guy million, right? Yeah. Who almost blew Game Seven for them? for Th- that's, Chicago. That is
3: true. But I do, yeah. I yeah. do yeah. think he was a little overworked in a sense, though. And in, in that Chicago, do not series, make excuses so. for him. Yeah. You are I not his so. agent. You're not trying to sell me
8: on anything. Do not do this. Is
3: my my baseball opinion with these. With these closers, which I respect you know I mean?
8: because again, I did not watch, yeah. Um, I you know, I did not I watch felt, him throughout the year. I, so.
3: I mean, I remember watching the whole series, and
8: I watched get, game seven from like inning seven on, yeah. All right, I mean, <laughs> I, I was into it, but get, I'm get, just being honest. If, so, in
3: game five, I felt like he looked tired, or four, or whatever it was in one of those earlier games, he brought him in. I thought he looked tired at, you know, towards the end of that game. I just felt like he was, he was tired in that series. Man. I think throughout the whole playoffs, they overused him a little bit. But I think that Madden also knew that, or not did exactly know, but had an inclination that he might not be back with the, uh, the Cubs next year. And, you know, it's almost like, hey, if this guy's not coming back with the Cubs next year, I'm just going just to wear him.
8: Yeah, and I think I'm also indifferent about the whole thing with Chapman, too, because I want to see what, he, what he's like. Obviously, you don't get a good barometer in May or in April. You're, you're going to get that barometer maybe around June, July, I think. Yeah. By that point, you know who's going to come back out and really hit a home run. I think you know you'll see who the team's gonna who's gonna, you know you have a good feeling of what kind of streak these teams are gonna go on. Yeah, yeah, there's the guys who you know the major league baseball is the definition of the season being a marathon, not a sprint. Oh, of course, right? Okay. I mean, and like, these
3: players are streaky too. You know, it's
8: like I look at the Mets a couple years ago, just like the same way I looked at the Knicks a couple years ago yeah. when uh, they were a number two seed. That they those teams had a great first part of the season. The middle was mediocre at best, and they finished off strong. Yeah, and then they went into the playoffs, and obviously the Mets made the World Series a yeah, couple years yeah. ago, and the Knicks were also the number two seed and lost against the payf- Pacers, rightfully so. Um no, I, I like I'm the Mets. Still, I like I'm, the still, Mets I'm still, still anti-Nick the... because I just think um, the, the focus should always be on the product, always, not on the nonsense. Yeah, um, well,
3: you know, I, but, I mean, I guess that's welcome top. to New York. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say exactly <laughs> what I was about to welcome say. Welcome to you, New you York. Married my mind. <laughs> I was saying, but when you play in New York, that you kind of yeah. You can of have to go through that. You know, you got these big-time, you know, players, you, you know, in Mellow, whether for, the, for basketball, A-Rod, Jeter, you know, like or A-Rod for the Yankees, you know, always just getting talked about.
8: Well, let me ask also, it brings up another question. I was just thinking about this while you were saying this. As New York fans, do we take being in New York for granted? Because we have so many options, if the Mets are not good, we can watch the Yankees. If the Knicks are not good, we can watch the Nets. If the Devils or the Rangers are not good, we have the Islanders. If the Mets are not good, we have the Yankees to watch. Do we have too many options? We do have a lot of options. I don't
3: know if it's too many, though, because I do enjoy watching those games. But in a sense, though, I mean, I still, you know, my number one team would be my number one team. You know what I mean? I I enjoy, like, watching the secondary team, but, you know, I still have my favorites, though.
8: Yeah, I agree with you. Like, I'm I'm a Giants fan. Yeah. Um, I don't find myself if the Giants are playing Thursday night or Sunday night, or you know, I don't, I'll check in on the Jets, but I'm not really, you,
3: you know. And also, too, we have so many ways of just watching all the other stuff nowadays, too. Like it's not even like you have to pay attention to your hometown team because you know that's the, that's what's on you know the the local TV station at the moment nowadays. I mean, you can you can watch like 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 I said, I watch so San Diego, Cincinnati across the country it's, well, on West Coast time. You know what I mean? It's going to stay the core fan. Yeah, 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 that's true.
8: Yeah. You know, like now, if you're down in Florida and you're a Nick fan, you can have the NBA ticket. You can watch the MSG. Oh yeah, Royce, yeah so. right, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. When it's when, a lot, different yeah. yeah. yeah.
3: It, it was different com- coming up when you were younger. You, yeah, much, you didn't have that option. You know, you had to it. whether you're a Jet fan or not, you had to watch them on Sundays because uh, it, I'm it was, so that sorry was football. For those <laughs> you know, I know, right? That was football <laughs> for TV. Yeah, it was yeah football. It. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah, exactly. So. You know, you had to you had to get stuck with these teams.
8: Well, again, I don't want to use the word stuck with. I, I think that might be the wrong word. But yeah,
3: okay. Maybe not stuck, but.
8: Yeah. Well,
3: attached to, some way.
8: Uh, why don't we do <laughs> this? Why don't we take a few minutes? We'll, we're going to regroup. We'll get, see if we can get Eric on the phone to start talking some Yeah, NBA. yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, yeah, So we'll definitely be back in a few minutes Back sports page uh, I thought
3: time. we were going to go through every single Yankee game though first To see if it was a win or yes, loss I
8: know, I know we want to do the game by game schedule <laughs> For the Yankees like we did for the Giants <laughs> and the Jets this year And and by the time we have that Christmas shall be here yes, Christmas yes. Shall, no, I'm sorry Easter shall be yes, here Yes this is very so true With all that being said So now we have um, What do we have coming up here music wise a little Soul Asylum. Soul little runaway little tra- runaway train here.
3: I, at first, I thought it was a little Ray Charles. No, no, nah, I fixed, it. Up up. Yeah, fixed <laughs> it. Yeah, fixed it. This is Soul Asylum.
8: Love this stuff. This is good stuff. Yeah. Oh, he's singing. Look at us. Oh, yeah, yeah, time out.
3: Time out. <laughs>
12: It is.
13: You. this life is more than just a read through,
8: OAR, off topic, back sports page, WRPR 90.3 FM.
7: Tomorrow if we try Oh, until we make this right Oh, I won't say goodnight I just want to make you laugh I just want to see that smile needs a place somewhere that's warm and safe shelter from this crazy world we're in but tonight I let the rain inside took away place to hide I'm sorry Good night
8: All right, we're back here off topic. Steve up Randy Zelia. Good to be back. We're a little early. Usually we're on from six to eight p.m. tonight. Yeah, we're doing yeah. a little five to seven action. You know, My bearings are all thrown I, off. I, right serious, now, it's you like know? you're. It's like you It's like you're on Pacific <laughs> Pacific time Pacific time. <laughs> <Specific> <laughs> time. <laughs> we're on Pacific time. Joining us right now for his weekly segment, but even though he hasn't been here for the last like month, Eric Webb. Eric, how you doing, buddy? All right, how you guys doing? Listen, Eric. Listen, look, Eric. Eric. Seriously, <laughs> you 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 have we, you have one gig here with us.
3: Trade us in for a better show, dude. Yeah, you? I know. Listen, I mean, you're, le- you're
8: you're cheating on us with a different show. <laughs> <laughs> so what's up, brother? How are you? Oh, listen, I'm good. How are you guys? I'm doing. Listen, we're doing all right. I'm all, You know, hanging in there. We're hanging Yeah, we're oh, doing right. right. We're doing our thing. Yeah. Um, a little we, di- little
3: disappointed about the trade, you know. Yeah, the trading a, a, the,
8: the, You know, the non-trade deadline. The non <laughs> non trading <laughs> deadline. <laughs> <laughs> anything anything surprise you guys? You know what? Um, I just said out loud to us uh, off air what I thought the big surprise was was Darren Williams getting waived. Um, yeah. You know, I there's got that says something if the Nets and the Mavs both don't want you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh right. <laughs> yeah. So you know, I think. Um, They said Cleveland's in play. I think that'd be a very interesting guy coming off the bench for Cleveland. I know they just uh, they're talking to Larry Sanders. I know that um, if um, if Bogut gets waived, Cleveland would be in play for him, which I think you know that would be something else. If Bogut with the the Warriors having Varsho and the 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 Cavs having Bogut, it's like war. It's like role reversal from a couple years ago. But
14: exactly, it'll be very entertaining.
8: Yeah,
14: I'd be surprised to see Bogut on a team with LeBron though. He seems to have something against LeBron, just like Clay Thompson. He just, I mean, he, then again, he has a reputation of being like a dirty player. But uh, it'd be interesting to see.
8: I don't, I don't know if LeBron's a dirty player. I think it comes He's down, not Bogut. oh, Bogut being a dirty player. You know, what, you know what it is though. You can say what you want about Bogut, but the Warriors were up three runs with him, yeah. and lost three straight without him. So you know, I think yeah. that's something to say. He was the missing piece. <laughs> he was he was their rim protection. If they only had yeah, him, the rim yeah. protection they still don't have right yeah. now, which I think yeah. might hurt them in the playoffs. I, I just like everybody else around the NBA community. I want to see the Pelicans get that last spot because I want to see what happens when they play Demarcus Cousins and yeah. Davis in the playoffs. Yeah.
14: yeah, I would love to see that. Yeah. I also want to have to keep Derrick Williams. I mean, he's a very solid beast. Even when he was on the Knicks, I think you know he can make any team better that he's on.
8: Yeah, I think so too. The problem with Derrick Williams was he was drafted so so high and he was so young. That's yeah. the biggest problem when they draft these young kids now is because they don't really give them the opportunity to grow. Again, you and I have had this conversation, Steve and I have had this conversation so many times in the past that if they raise the age limit in the NBA, I think it would just be such a good thing because, yeah. therefore, therefore coaches are not coaching for their job and trying to teach at the same time. Yeah. You already have ready-made, you know, ready. Educated players on how to do this because college is supposed to be job training anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll just, you know, yeah. the league will have well, a h- better style of basketball. You know,
3: and what if the league did something, you know, uh, different as maybe like a minor league type of system is maybe mm-hmm. bring that D league, you know, expand that a little bit more and bring that, you know, more into play with the. Uh, the NBA and as far as like a team having a D League type of team, you know, like I say, Knicks have their own D League team. Well, they do, yeah, they do have it. They have the Westchester yeah. Knicks. And, yeah. uh, oh, does every team have one though? No, not right? every team no. has one. So, that's, I mean, like maybe they develop. Well, that yeah, one.
8: develop it like the like the NHL. Yeah, you know, and yeah. the only way the NBA players are going to get better, if, you know, if they play in yeah. the NBDL, play with some of the NBA players, almost you know, so they can assign players down to that league. Mm-hmm. Um, but my big thing is, you can do it where and say, okay, you want to come out of college early. That's fine. We're going to almost sign you to a developmental contract. Yeah, man. Put you down in the uh, D League, and then huh. once you turn 21, 22 years old, we'll bring you up to the main roster. Yeah. You know what I mean? That would make more sense. You that would be, be, you know, why are we not running the NBA right uh, seriously, now? Right, seriously. Seriously. I think I, I mean, our lives on. would be so much financially <laughs> better. If we, if we, I'm, you know I'm, I'm meeting Adam Silver. Get, get me Adam Silver on the phone right now. I would now. take just a portion yeah, of what exactly. he's getting paid. Yeah. To, you know, I wouldn't yeah. even take that much. Uh, listen, just yeah. give me the credit for that <laughs> idea, and like Michelle Roberts and I will sit there in the box, and we'll just sit there and talk, and yeah. we, uh, we'll make things happen. We'll make that's, things happen. That's how we roll here. You know, That's yeah. what we do. <laughs> See, you know
14: what, to be honest, I think the only thing holding them back from doing that, like if they were to raise the age to go in the NBA, and I think that they wouldn't want to do that because they would lose money that they have tied into the D-League. I mean, we all know it's a business, so I think that's what that's how would
8: what that did. be possible though? Because the, right now you have nothing with the D League. The D League is uh, people forget that the D League is even there. Yeah. I think if you do yeah. that, you're building up the developmental league. So, you, so yeah. you're saying, okay, so let's say Steve gets drafted by the Knicks. Steve is all of a sudden a you know short- I'm twenty one, years old you know, though. You're um, twenty years old. You're you're a short white basketball player with lots yeah. of skill. Yeah, but he's twenty years old, and 20, he has to you yeah. know, and when the age limit in the NBA is twenty one. Uh so he can be put down into the D league for a year, and people can come out and watch him and watch him develop. Let's say you were nineteen. I'm Sorry. Yeah. So you get drafted. So you know, whatever the NCAA rule is, you know, one and done, whatever. But they can go to the NBA. They'll go put in the D league. They can watch this guy for two years, and he'll either be a bust, or he'll dis- stand out so much there and he'll dominate. And then they can bring him up to the, to the main roster once he turns yeah. twenty-one.
3: And yeah. then you can eliminate them having to go to yeah, college for he's. that one year. And yep. just I don't exactly with the whole that's whole that's all pointless to me anyway. Why why they even go there?
8: It's it's one of those things where it it, it could be done, but they don't want it to. Yeah, that's, there's got to be some
3: reason. I'm sure. Like it's got to maybe college influence. You know, these colleges also make money on these f- players. I that, think they
8: feel it diminishes the draft.
3: Yeah, mm-hmm.
8: I don't know. Um, real quick, Eric, let's let's really quickly jump into this. Um, this look, we might as well start from Sunday night with demarcus cousins getting moved oh yeah definitely um, that's got to be yeah. included right yeah let's let's real quick i don't want to do something or nothing because that's definitely something <laughs> is that something <laughs> i or don't know, know if that's nothing that cousins uh, got tra- it's always something Doesn't it's always matter, something when mm-hmm. an all-star gets traded yeah um hey. but eric let's start let's start with you let's go around real quick uh your opinion on on this uh now that we have all the facts from sacramento and new orleans I think,
14: it's a, I think it's, a, it's a smart move for the Pelicans. I think the Cavs kind of took the L here. I mean, even though um, the owner talks about, you know, Buddy Hill, he's going to be like the next Steph Curry and whatnot. Isn't that, isn't that what he said?
8: Yeah, it was, some, it was something like that.
14: Yeah, something along those lines. I mean, I think the Pelicans can definitely get better, but I still think they need a few more pieces. They also, you know, gave up a lot. But um, so I think we'll see. I mean, I think guys are definitely going to want to go to New Orleans now because if, if you listen to me on the show, anybody listening out there, I've said many times before, no one wants to go to New Orleans. I think, you know, in the matter of a week, you know,
8: that's changed now. Well, they have, they have good jambalaya down there. That's why you go down to New yeah, Orleans. Yeah, yeah, of course.
14: <laughs> yeah, I mean, to play basketball. <laughs> uh, okay, <laughs> you didn't say that.
8: <laughs> uh. <laughs> so, um, so you know, and I agree with you. Now this makes people want to go, but, you know, they still have to make sure everything fits underneath the cap. Steve, I don't know what your, your take was when you heard what happened. You know, I loved it. Um, I thought that they got
3: a, a great deal out of it. <clears throat> yeah, excuse me. It kind of reminds me of, you know, and I saw Robinson and Duncan play together. And when they, you know, together, two big men down low, I mean, I, it just that type of talent down low and, and that type of size, it's hard for any other team to penetrate the – uh you know the inside, so uh, I think for for them, you see this all over again. It's going to be really tough for these teams to penetrate.
8: And I also think that Cousins. I, I think oh, I'm sorry. I don't. I, th- I don't think Davis has a problem with being one A. No, of course not. I know yeah, what I mean yeah. I think he'll be okay with being like the number two yeah. option, while Cousins is number one because Cousins is just one of those guys where. It seems like, you know, for him, if, if you're not talking about him, he's not listening type of mentality. So and, and I
3: still think they're a little bit of a different type of player, too, as of well. Of course they you are. Know?
8: Yeah. But both, both guys are versatile. They can both shoot the jump shot. And yeah. they're both very, very, very um, both equally as talented. Yeah. You know, I, I don't yeah. think one – I think, like I said, that's why it's 1-1-A, one, one not – one and two. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So.
14: I'll say the same thing just because, you know, Davis, he's expanded his game. He, you know, he they, they're both back-to-the-basket players that can also shoot jump shots. Right. So I think that's going to be able to help them. That's going to give them many options on the offense. And we all know they can do damage defensively as well.
8: Um, so, biggest surprise today? Biggest surprise.
14: I, I, I don't know if there's any surprise. I kind of expected everything that went down to go down. Nothing really shocked me.
8: Okay. I mean, that, that's... that's yeah. I thought the Dallas trade with Philadelphia was the one that sort of Them giving up on Noel, but even though he's been um, banged up a little bit, I thought that was a little bit of a surprise.
3: See, that wasn't a shock for me. I I think that he had to go, actually. I mean, out of all the players out of Philadelphia, they had to give up somebody. Right. And uh, I think it had to be him. I wouldn't want to give up anybody else if I'm in Philadelphia.
8: Well, they've been trying to shop Okafer around, but... The, the right. fact that they didn't make that deal at all yeah. doesn't surprise me. The Bulls I, the Bulls are total rebuild. I think the I think the, the other surprise for me from Chicago standpoint was that I'm not moving Wade. Um they might talk to Wade about a buyout. And if if they talk to Wade about a buyout, that's gonna be crazy because they're gonna be in total rebuild mode. And Gibson and McDermott both being shipped to OKC. Uh, you <laughs> now you tell me that Morrow got traded. I didn't see that. Yeah,
10: it's true.
8: Yeah, Mar- Morrow didn't get traded. Did. Anthony yep. Morrow did get traded. Um. And you spoke. You spoke to Anthony Morrow early in the day. Was it one of those things where you were on the phone with him? Did he say, "Um, "Hold on one second, Eric. I just got traded." Yeah, yeah. It was
14: literally like twenty minutes after I got off the phone, and I got the NBA update that it said uh, Anthony Morrow and a couple others, you know, were traded to the Bulls. And I was like, "Wow." He didn't. He didn't sound like he knew.
3: I was like, "Did he know anything? Did he even sound like he had an inclination?"
14: No, he didn't. I mean, he loved the community in OKC, and you know he didn't sound like he knew he was going or didn't <laughs> answer my question
8: just because either. I think he was surprised. That's really funny, actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can I ask you guys a question, uh,
3: being bigger you know, basketball fans than me? Uh, isn't the biggest surprise the Knicks not doing anything?
14: Yeah, that,
3: that is a surprise. Yes and no. I mean, because they had to move somebody,
8: right? I mean, that's what we all thought.
14: I, th- I will say I'm very happy that they didn't trade Rubio for Rose, that would have been bad, I feel like.
8: Nah, I, I, I think right now... Bad for who?
14: That would have been bad for the Knicks. I mean, Rubio's a great distributor, we all know, but he's just like, you know, he's shooting, I think, career 36.8% from the field. I just, you know, in the, in the league today, where it's led by point guards, you can't have a, a point guard that can't shoot or, or create his own basket
8: Or shoot free throws. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's just uh,
14: an embarrassment. I feel like that would be a step backwards for the Knicks.
8: Um, I, I, this is how I look at it. I look at it... Um, the only reason I would have traded Rose, and the only reason is because he has the ability just to walk away at the end of the year. So yeah. if you had the ability to get something for him instead of him just walking away and then you have nothing, that's what I would have liked. And you could have also messed around a little bit and put played Rubio and Jennings on the floor at the same time. And you, Jennings could have played the two guard. Uh, there's When KP sits down or Gomez sits down or Noah sits down, you can move uh Christoph Porzingis to the center position, put Melo at the four, put Courtney Lee at the three, and then you can mess around with having Jennings and um you know, Jennings and Rubio mm-hmm. in the backcourt. But it would it would have been a nice combo. But y you, you know, it's always easy to play uh you know armchair quarterback and say this after the fact. But the Knicks not making a move. Look, there's still gonna be the talk of the Eastern Conference and, and that's coming from a team that's probably not going to make the playoffs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Did you, I
14: was did happy you to see you know what happened with the Nets because they gave away Bogdanovich, so that didn't see happening. Another player as well, and they finally got a first rounder back from all the disasters that Billy King has caused that happened to the team. So right. they got a t- they got a 2017 first rounder, which previously before they they didn't have until 2019. So I was glad to see the, the Nets get that.
8: Well, then that's the other thing too. You know, I, I know Billy King. I love Billy King as a person. I think he's great, but he did the same thing with the Nets that he did that in Philadelphia. He took a team with a lot of assets and he and he buried them. <laughs> he buried them like yeah. Rod Thorne You know, Rod Thorn knew what he was doing when he was leaving. He's he's like, I'm leaving the Nets in a good place. They have plenty of draft picks. They have plenty of uh, young players. They have they have a lot of assets. And within three years, Billy King came in there, and they were all of a sudden strapped, uh, sh- salary cap uh, stricken. Is that the right word? Stricken. Yeah, stricken works. Okay, I'll yeah. go stricken. Um, salary cap stricken, and they had no assets left. They uh, they gave up too many picks for Joe Johnson. They gave up yep. way too much for uh, an aging Kevin Garnett and Paul Pierce. They yep, just yep, did also. too way <laughs> too much, way too much. So um, that's he did the same thing with Philadelphia, who's trying to get Allen Iverson help, and all of a sudden it turned into uh, a disaster. So yeah. yeah, six years later, six you know, years fi- finally to make a <laughs> Six
7: years later, three <laughs> years later. <laughs>
8: oh, man. Um, all right, real quick, Eric, where do you see? Uh, Derek, no Derek, Darren Williams possibly ending up now that he's going to be, uh, he's no longer a Dallas Maverick.
14: I think most likely he's going to go to the Cavs just because, I mean, if you think about you know, him, if he's gotten waived by the Mavs, you know, he got to buy out from Brooklyn, his career has been on a decline, I don't think he wants to go to, back to Utah necessarily because that's not really a contender, even though they might be able to slip in, I mean, I don't know how they're doing this year, last year they were, they almost made it in.
8: They're 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 a number four they're like a number four seed right now. I'll give you the standings right now. Uh they say doesn't everybody make it <laughs> in NBA. Utah Utah's a <laughs> number five seed. They are a half game back of the four seed.
14: Oh yeah, that's right. I did hear that However. But um I think the Cavs most likely because he'll be a great off the bench piece. It'll be his first chance at being able to go to the finals.
8: Yeah, I, I agree with you on that. Uh, real quick, Knicks are officially four <coughs> games out of the last playoff spot, currently held by the Detroit Pistons, who also didn't make any of the deals with uh, Reggie Jackson or Andre Drummond today. Um, Chicago, I'm a little surprised that Chicago gave up on Gibson because he's a key yeah. part of that team, and they're they're right there. They're a seven seed. You know, they 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 avoid Cleveland in round one if they make it in. So I, I don't see why they would pull the trigger on that deal. But I also understand that. You know, the management and the coach are on two totally different books, let alone pages right now, and I guess uh, that's where they're at.
14: Yeah, I think, you know, you and I just are, like most people are, confused at what the Bulls are trying to do right now. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know why they did that.
8: Well, were you surprised that Paul George was getting shopped?
14: No, I wasn't. I actually wouldn't mind to see him go to the Celtics or the Lakers. I actually would like to see him on the Clippers. I think that would be great. You know, place
8: for them because they've
14: been yeah. a wing for years.
8: <laughs> well, At the, the same time, though, they can't give up anything. Well, as I was about to say, Clippers can't give up anything. They're, listen, they've won four straight. Eric, we're gonna we're against the clock here. We're going to get back to you uh, definitely um, in a little bit. We're, we're going to hit the music. Uh, thanks for getting, getting on here a little early. We really appreciate it, and we'll, uh, we'll talk to you during the week.
14: All right. See you, man. Have a good one. Thanks, man. Take
8: care, man. All right. The world famous Eric Webb on uh, Off Topic Back Sports page. We're going to take a quick little break here. We'll be back here in a few minutes. 6.20 here on the East Coast, here on uh, Back Sports page, Pacific Off Topic. Time. Pacific time, yes. <laughs> I can't say Pacific. I can't say that word Pacific. Is it mountainy time? Mountain mountainy. <laughs> mountainy. <laughs> <Mount-y. laughs> mountainy. time. I don't know how to I can't use the word mountainy time, either. Oh, man. All Eastern, right. Eastern time? Let's go uh, a little Aerosmith Central. here. Aerosmith WRPR. We'll be back in a little bit.
9: This February during our King of Sweden Day sales event, lease a new 2017 Volvo XC60 and enjoy more standard features than you would with any other car in its class. Put no money down and get your first month's payment on us when you lease a new 2017 Volvo XC60.
12: It's not.
15: I could use somebody You know that I could use Somebody Someone
8: All right, off topic. Sorry about all the crazy music that was going. That's on me. That's mean, on me. I love the music. <laughs> 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 you, 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 love voice to men and Mariah Carey. <laughs> 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 the portion of the portion of the program so, is brought right. to you by uh, Guerrero Martial Arts Academy in Caldwell, New Jersey. Listen, if you want to be uh, an excellent kickboxer or you know learn the art of jiu-jitsu, Martial Arts uh, Academy, Guerrero Martial Arts Academy in Caldwell, New Jersey is the place to go. Go to neonbelly.com right now for more details. That's neonbelly.com, Guerrero Martial Arts Academy. Go there right now. Okay. So, um, we're going to be here for a little past seven. like it's it's weird that we're coming in the studio and there's been like nobody here. Yeah, okay. oh yeah, yeah, It's yeah, freaking yeah. me yeah. out a little bit. WRB. PR, you know, we need to work on that. But um, so, Steve and I have a little bit of some news that's going to be. I guess we can make this announcement now. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, the Back sports page is going through a little bit of a remodel, and we're going to be making some changes, coming up some cosmetic changes and some different things. And off topic, with Steve up and Randy Zellie is going to have its own page. And um, we w- trust me, Steve and I want to have for um, you know the best guests we can possibly get on the show for everybody. We want to try and do. We, d- we don't like to always just talk about the, the hot topics that are going out there. We want to also be, we don't want to join the conversation. We want to start the conversation. We want to get opinions from people that we don't usually get, but it's hard to get them through this time slot. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. And so what Steve and I decided we were going to do, we decided this earlier today, that um, during the week there's going to be two podcasts of Off Topic um, on BacksportsPage.com. And it'll be at BacksportsPage.com slash Off Topic once it's ready to go. And um, Steve's gonna do his first interview this week, and I have some back, you know, backstock interviews that I'll use, and we're we'll, we're gonna do some podcasts. So I like, could be one day you're gonna get just Steve, the next day you're gonna get just me, and then on Thursday nights you're gonna have both of us together. And, yeah, yeah. Um, if you're a constant su- subscriber to this show, I mean, you might hear some of the interviews that we do during the weeks on here. But I think um, there's too much content out there for us not to take advantage of it during the week. So. You know, you'll see Agreed, different yeah. updates, and you know we are on Twitter at Off Topic BSP at Off Topic BSP. We're on Facebook at Off Topic with Steve Spanup and Randy Zelia. Um, so there's so much going on there. I think that we need to take advantage of it. So I don't know if, if you want to chime in on this a little bit.
3: Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, I mean, if you tune into any one of our uh, our platforms, yeah, you'll you'll come across our stuff, our work. Yeah. and there's gonna be some great interviews that we're gonna do that.
8: Uh, yeah, we're, we're, we don't we're, want you
3: to miss out on that. Might you might miss out on because if we, the person can't you know particularly get here on a Thursday, and come on to this time slot, we'll have uh, other time slots and we'll be accommodating to, you know, the talent,
8: <laughs> 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 the talent. <laughs> 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 and one of the things I think that yeah, really really we do th- we'll
3: be doing interviews throughout the week though yeah, as well, and app. that's that's the important thing. And we're also going to post them in, on our website uh, website. Uh, on you know, off,
8: and it's also going to be available on iTunes. Yeah. It's going to be available on SoundCloud. Yeah. It's going to be available through Block Talk Radio. Exactly, and be a lot of I, lot of different places. Yeah, be able to find of, us. A lot of different places where will be able to find us, and also obviously, if, what we'll do is we're going to have our own. This will w- w- we'll make the bigger announcement when it, when it's all set to go. But we'll have our own page on iTunes. And so all you'll have to do is subscribe and you'll get the notification when a new sh- episode pops up. Um, what we're, we're, we're trying to do, and I, th- I don't know how you feel about it, but for, for mine, I'm not going to advertise who the guest is going to be. They have to, to subscribe to find out who the guest is going to be. So when it comes up, you'll be like, oh, okay, he's interviewing him and they're going to be talking about this. Yeah. yeah. Um, me, I'm going to do more of the, sp- the sports and entertainment side. I know you're going to do what you want to do and I think that's going to be the beauty of it. It's us going into our own interests as well. And it's Steve's stuff is going to be Whatever Steve's on. And then we're going to reconvene on Thursdays. My first
3: interview is going to be an exclusive with Randy i don't know if you (laughs) want to do that no one's
8: no one's (laughs) going to listen that's going to be one of those that's going to be one of those ones where people are going to be like (laughs) snooze what's what's adam carell doing right now (laughs) it's going to be a good one tune in tune in what is the producer from the the fifth line producer of espn (laughs) radio is doing right now instead of listening to randy Oh um uh, so (laughs) with that being said (laughs) um so uh so real quick uh, let's really quickly jump into uh major league baseball uh well we did a little bit of baseball earlier, but you know on a scale of one to five, five being excited, one being not too excited, where are you about this major league baseball season?
3: Oh, I'm always a five.
8: Really? Yeah. I'm okay. ready to
3: go, man. I'm so excited about it. once football ends, I do I do enjoy basketball, but I do love also baseball a lot. So once football mm-hmm. ends for me I'm almost go I almost go right into like baseball mode.
8: Okay. Now like that. And in
3: basketball is great to watch in between also, though. You know right. what I mean?
8: I, I, that's listen, But it's not, that's it's,
3: it's, it's not the, it's not like, oh, I'm done with football and now it's basketball and then baseball eventually.
8: I, I want to honestly say that for me, it's still NFL. I think, I think the NFL mostly because I'm at the games. Yeah. I yeah. feel this way. So for me, NFL is still number one with NBA being 1A. Like, I love okay. both yeah, of no, I, I love You're, both
3: I'm surprised about that one. Actually,
8: uh, you know what it is? I think it's because I have developed such a relationship with not only the Giants but with the players yeah. as well. Yeah, I,
3: like you said, you're also at the games. too. I'm also at the games too. I'm not doing as much NBA until yeah. like
8: NFL's over and. With everything that's been going on the site, I just haven't been able to devote as much time to the NBA as I really would like to. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, um, right now, what we're going to be doing is, you know, like, and we're going to. That, that so, that's
3: tentative then, you know, for the moment. You for know, what's that? <laughs> for, for your, you know, uh, um, no, classification, I d- I No, I, you I think
8: for for the first podcast, you know, my first podcast, we're going to. I know your first one, you're, you're recording on Monday or Tuesday. We're going to yeah, work that yeah. out for your first interview. I don't yeah. want to give it away too much. Um you know i think he's we'll an athlete <laughs> <laughs> he might well, have something to do with sports well, no, I mean,
3: we're, we're gonna do sports and entertainment so right. actually now i think about it i was joking when i said that well, but
8: that's actually still, true duffy still owes us a case else? of of an adult beverage yeah so you have to let <laughs> 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 you're you're gonna you're gonna email me a list this week of the people you want me to start setting up for you and then, yeah, we'll, definitely. And then we'll go from there and then um but you know, I th- I think um, from a level of one to five as far as baseball season is concerned, like I'm never going to be a five for baseball, but I'm going to say it's a solid three because uh, there's I think it'll be interesting what the Yankees and Mets do because they're in our area. I'm more interested to see if Cleveland and Chicago can carry over what they did from last season. Yeah, especially since the Cubs lost a lot of pieces. Um, you know, for whatever reason, because not for nothing, when you win a World Series, there's a lot of pieces that are going to want to go off and get paid.
3: Yeah, people disperse. Yeah, from people, the team.
8: people disperse, but the most important thing is you keep the core guys. You and I have yeah. had this conversation. Uh, they they, they usually
3: keep more of the core guys. I mean, you could be like a team like uh, well, the Marlins, where Jeff Lurie over there, right?
0: I'm <laughs> just
13: <complaining.
8: laughs> we just won the World Series. Yeah. <laughs> Let's All just right. bring up our AAA team right now. <laughs> exactly, right? <It> <laughs> Let's a, just do that. It's right. a
3: mixture of triple and double <laughs> A players is playing in the uh, professional baseball league.
8: But but here's the thing, though. The Yankees had the core four for yeah. the longest of the time. Yeah. So you still had those four or five guys who were always around the Yankees. Now I think the only two guys left from the 2009 championship are Gardner and CeCe. Yeah, you're right.
16: <laughs> everybody yeah, yeah, else, everybody else is gone. Everybody else is so
8: gone. So <laughs> the Yankees are going to be an interesting story to watch. But it will be interesting to see what Chicago and Cleveland do. Um, also, on a quick side note, uh, from a, a one through five same scale – how excited are you going to be uh, for the NHL playoffs and for the NBA playoffs? I'll, I'll start that for for the NHL playoffs. Start play- it up, man. Yeah, st- NHL playoffs. I'll probably be a four because I always think the, it's more fun. Like we've talked about the long the length of the seasons. That I think eight, you know eighty two eighty four games is just a long time. Yeah, yeah. So when the games start meaning something, like nobody cares about a if you're a Cleveland Cavalier fan as much as you love seeing your team defend their NBA championship, you're not excited about a Thursday night game against the Brooklyn Nets. You're, yeah, not, of you're, course you're not, not you're not right. you're not bearing the cold yeah. in January to go out to that. So
3: No, definitely not.
8: So I I think that um for for me the NHL playoffs is going to be a solid 3 or 4 cuz it's going to be meaningful hockey and for the NBA playoffs, I love the NBA playoffs. I don't want to miss anything, so it's a 5. Yeah. Um, I'll be that, that first Saturday. I'll b- I'll be out at somewhere watching the games, and you know, talking with <laughs> talking with people. We're like, so what's going on? What what's, what's, what's the <laughs> is those, does Lebron really hate everybody? Let's just like okay, let's get yeah, this out. Yeah, give me yeah. feed me a story. Feed give, me a story. Give me, give me something. <laughs> give me something. And but you know, I I think the playoffs are gonna be a lot of fun this year. I think the thing to watch is gonna be the Pelicans if they can get that eight spot.
3: Yeah, that, that'd be really interesting to see what they can do in the um, playoffs. But I mean, even so, though. I don't imagine I'm going deep in the playoffs. Though I mean, they no, start, they, they, no. need, they need time. They need, they need time. They, to, they need to a to gel. Shooter,
8: they need a shooting guard. They and, and the team need, needs
3: stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah,
8: the team, need stuff. team needs stuff.
3: Team needs pieces, but yeah, they, they. But as far as a team teammate type of uh, environment for Cousins and um Davis, they definitely need time to gel too, as well.
8: You know what's you know what's very interesting too, and I just noticed this, and I think when we did our NBA preview earlier in the year, I said this before. I said don't they will count out Dallas too much because I li- I really did like the moves they made for yeah, their team, yeah. even though they just got rid of Bogut and D. And will. They're only three games out of the playoffs. That's
17: hard to believe, actually. Yeah.
8: yeah, that's very hard to believe that they're they're that uh they're that only as bad as it's been. They're you know Cuban and company. Yeah, but uh, what does that say about the NBA though? It, it just says right now there's the, the elite teams are where exactly where they're supposed to be, and everybody else. You know what?
3: It's is everybody else? In and yeah. And
17: yeah because the, the it, it's top heavy and bottom light because the the good teams are really good and the bad teams are you know not very good at all yeah. where anybody can make the last spot. Yeah. That's really what it
3: is. is. Is that a is that a is that good though for for the NBA or is that bad? Yes
17: and no. Um it, I think in the long run it's good because if you have too many teams that are better, just around 500 then you don't have any great team. Yeah, then you look and if somebody wins you'll go that team wasn't that good. They probably shouldn't have won it, but they did because nobody else was good enough to stop them.
3: Yeah. So I mean,
17: you do have to have your – I mean, it always worked for the NBA because Boston and L.A. were always the best teams. Yeah. And they never had a problem. They got this far. So, you know. I, I just I, feel like I, 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 I just
3: feel like 16 teams making the playoffs is a lot.
8: I, 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 I agree. I, I, I can't disagree with you on that. I'm, I'll be honest with you. I love the NFL system. The only thing I think they have to change with the NFL playoffs is if you're a division winner – you're in but if you have a better record than these division winners then they should the top two seeds should be going to the best records not going to you know like the situation was the cowboys were 13 and 3 and that's fine um what was atlanta's record atlanta was i have to i'm sorry the i don't remember if, i don't remember i have to check this out they were 12 and 4 12 and 4 okay so and then after that the giants were the best record they they had 10 wins but they end up having to start on the road against a team that had less win, less wins than they did. They should be have the right to have that home game. Yeah. I it agree with that too. Yeah, that's that's to the me team is gets a shafted like that. It's a real it's a real bad situation. And for the fact that you know, and this is coming from a Giants fan, they were seven and one at home. They play Green Bay at the Meadowlands. It's a different
6: different game. It's yeah. a different game, yeah, different
8: sure. afro- uh, different atmosphere. Yeah. So you know, so I just think as far as the NBA is concerned, you're right. I think they need to cut down um, the amount of teams in there or what I think they should do is make it a lot more interesting. Do something that is totally different. Do something that's totally out there. Take the 16 teams. And instead of saying Eastern Conference and Western Conference, put everybody together so the number one team, so let's say it's the Golden State Warriors, will play the team out of the 16 with the worst record. So if it's in the Eastern Conference, and then let that, that seed out and see where everybody falls. Yeah. because that makes it a lot more interesting. You'll st- you'll start seeing those. So if imagine the Oklahoma City Thunder playing, you know, the you know, Washington Wizards in the first round of the playoffs, yeah. it really changes things up a little. Oh, yeah. The
17: only issue I have with that that takes away from the um the the respect of the Eastern and Western Conference. If you just mesh them together, it's almost like they did it in baseball. Now all of a sudden, you know, the American and National. League play each other. There were two different leagues for different reasons. And when you got to the World Series, that's what made it so great. Which yeah. league was going to be better? But because even though they're Major League Baseball, they're actually their own entities. You
8: know what, you know what the thing is, though? I think And I
17: think there should be four teams in each thing, not eight. Well, I, I'm, I'm okay with that.
8: Four. I'm okay with that, too. Right. But if you did it with the 16 teams, I just think it would be really, really, really cool. So imagine if you're a... I'm going to throw another If you're a San Antonio Spurs fan, okay, you're a Spurs fan... And you're lucky enough to get the Chicago Bulls in round one. Okay, so you get the Chicago Bulls in round one. That's – you're you're drawing – there's certain markets that have such an appeal, you know, because of their history, like Chicago. That would be a primetime game. Not for nothing, San Antonio playing if the playoffs started today. I believe they get the Oklahoma City Thunder. Huh. San Antonio and the Thunder—it's—it's—it's—it's it's, it's, it's anticlimactic. You know what's going to happen. You know that it's going to be, you know, Russell Westbrook getting a triple double every, every single game. But it's probably going to be a sweep because San Antonio is a well-oiled machine. And the difference between San Antonio and the Warriors—I hate to say this—the Warriors I feel need this home court advantage for this year bec- because you they know, play better at home. I'm they're, Glad you brought it up because they're twenty-four and three at home and 20, right. twenty-three and six on the road. With You know, I, I
17: will tell you this for a fact, and this is not talked about enough by sports people because I listen to a lot of different people. And my brother used to work in this league, so I know for a fact that in the NBA, 80% of the time the home team wins during the year. In the playoffs, it jumps to 90. You really do need that home field. Can you upset a team?
8: Yes. Do you normally? No. But, but the problem is, and that's not a problem, but I think Popovich and the Spurs... They've had enough experience. They still have enough guys there, guys like Ginobili and, and Parker, who've won big games on the road. I and mean, don't be wrong. The I, Warriors I, I, have won big games on the road over the last three years. I'm not
17: ruling that out. But what I'm saying is that if you really are an elite team, elite teams actually win games on the road because it's so darn hard to do. That's what makes you elite. And it's very, like, Golden State, okay, they did lose Game 7 last year. It's the first time it happened since I was in high school in the 70s. So that tells you right there. In a final, okay, w- it's the first uh, time it's happened what since I believe I, Washington and Seattle.
8: What I want to look at right now, I think the Spur, I know the Spurs destroyed uh, the Warriors uh, Game One of their of their season. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they played since, um, but
17: right, they did. Opening night, they killed them. They killed them. Everything they did. and
8: everything else. I think the Spurs.
17: No, they'd have played. I think Golden State went there and won actually, and got it got yeah. back at them. But I could be wrong.
8: No, they haven't. No? They, they have, have not? They have not played them since. From That's a little
17: time. strange. This, this late in the year, they haven't played them since?
8: No, they have not. They have San Antonio two, okay. two more. They only play them three times this year. So cause of, you know, oh, right,
17: okay. That happens sometimes, right?
8: Yeah, so they they have two games at San Antonio.
17: Right. Oh, Okay.
8: So they have two games at San Antonio <laughs> to come. So my thing is San Antonio can win there.
17: Absolutely. You can always win at home. I mean, even bad. T- I mean, if you look at the records, even the bad teams, most of them have most of their wins at home. You know, I mean, road is hard. I mean,
8: right. It, I'm saying the, I think the Spurs can go to Golden State and beat the beat the Warriors. Remember, they only have to go there and win one game.
17: You mean in the playoffs?
8: Yeah, I think. I think. Um, they, I, I they think
17: do, but the thing, once you have a seven game, you can win early, but when the 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 scene shifts to the other place. They could also win one of the three games, and then it comes down to as far as five, six, and seven. Usually, always go to the home team. Usually, once it gets to seven, you're cooked.
8: Well, I think in this point, I think San Antonio does have enough horses to match up with them, and I do think they because uh, look, you look what they have. Parker can still play. Right. You, you still you have, you have you know it's funny. I still think of the Spurs, and Ka- Kawhi is not the first name I think of. No, I still that's think right. I, you still have Aldridge, who's right. who's playing very well this season. Right. You have Kawhi, who's having you know an MVP. Pascal, they still what a winner that guy is. And, pa- and, pa- and Pal Gasol's player. there this yeah. year, and now he's, he's back starting tomorrow night. He's a great player. You have Tony Parker. You have Danny Green. You have Manu Ginobili coming off the bench. You still have a lot of talent there.
17: And you've had guys that have won, but yeah. in the end, especially if it goes seven, Golden State th- will win. Right. They will win. It's, it's so hard to beat a seventh game. It just is.
8: I understand that. And, uh, you know, and we're, we're going uh, to what, see what's going happen.
17: A lot of a lot of people, even sports people, that talk, they do not get it. They come up with, "Oh well, they're all playing in the same building, so what?" <laughs> it's not your building. That's the point.
8: <laughs> no, it's it's true, and you know what? It's going to be very interesting to see uh, where it's going to go. Um, we're going to take a, we're going to take a quick five minutes, and then we're back to uh, wrap things up. Uh, by the way, the other voice you're hearing right now is Bob Spino. He's coming up in here and just. Uh, he's hanging out with us tonight and getting a feel of the show and see what we do. It's very nice of him to come up here and take this time. Um, you know we have had a we've had a nice show so far. We've called Colin Mockery from Whose Line Is It Anyway. We've talked a little NFL, we have talked a little Major League Baseball with the season and, and spring training starting. Obviously, we're deep into the NBA. Eric Webb joined us. Uh, all this will be available uh, through uh, iTunes and during the weekend. So right now we're going to be uh, we're going to be like we're going to do a little Matchbox 20 and we'll be right back here on WRPR 90.3 FM, backsportspage.com, off topic.
18: Too tired to make it. Be my breath so I can walk. And if I need some other love, then you give me more than I can stand. When my smile gets old and faded, wait around, I'll smile again. Shouldn't be so complicated. Just hold me in there. Or just hold me again Can you help me? I'm bent I'm so scared that I'll never Get put back together Keep breaking me in And this is how we relate I'm With you and me I'm bent. If I couldn't sleep Could you sleep? Could you paint me? You sympathize with my needs I know you think I need a lot. I started out clean, but I'm jaded Just falling it in or oh, just breaking my skin Can't You help me I'm built I'm so scared that I'll never get put back together
8: Right off topic, Steve, fan of Randy Zellia. We're back and uh, we're closing up shop here. Nice, quick two hours tonight. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. We, we always seem to. Uh, when it w- time flies when you're having fun.
3: Yeah, exactly, time exactly. Flies when you're having fun, um, it always feels like 15 minutes. You know, not even two hours.
8: Um, do, do you want to do quickly do uh, what's what to watch for what this week? Is there anything what we really need to watch for? What's going on? Well, the NBA is back tonight. Yeah, the yeah. All star break. Yeah um i guess what to watch for is keep an eye on steve for uh his his yeah the off the off topic podcast um you're, you're gonna go on itunes go to back sports page uh for the itunes and you're gonna start seeing a lot of our past interviews like brady quinn and duffy and yeah a lot of those yeah. other things will be posted some good stuff week. on there too just yeah we, we've do done a, we've stuff. done a lot of good stuff uh, jasper brinkley um I think that's a good one for <laughs> just to, you. Just yeah. to say it on the air, you you go one on one with Jasper Brinkley a little bit about you know the NFL and the the culture. That's always that's always a fun interview when you talk to the NFL guys. Yeah, um, not
3: all uh, great, great interviews. Yeah, when you do that, it's fun.
8: Um, you know, you know, I know exactly. We'll talk about it off the air. But I want. I know exactly who to set you up for, as far as the Yankees are concerned. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about that. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right. So check us out uh, on Facebook, uh, on Twitter. Off topic BSP. Off topic with Steve Span up Randy Zellia. Yeah, uh, and don't sp- forget the,
3: the the poll too. We did the poll. Yeah, we, oh,
8: and we didn't even talk about it on the air. I, we didn't. All right. Yeah. So. We have people from California who are, or in Denver, Colorado, in Guam, uh, and Guam, in Chicago. Right? Uh, there's people who are, you know, people that Trump that sh- Trump's trying to export out of here. Yeah, we uh, have all these type of people who everywhere. are everywhere. Um, I don't know if the Trump joke got over as quickly. as so it uh, did not go over well. <laughs> um, you know, I think um, you know we have a poll poll question right now on our Facebook page and our Twitter page. Um, if you are a sports fan, what time? T- I guess time zone do you want to watch the time, game. yeah time frame so what, like, what time
3: frame would you I, rather watch it I, yeah for me or it, time zone Yeah. Like
8: for, for me the NFL I, I, I guess every sport's different I, I, on a Saturday or Sunday I like having stuff. NBA games on at night then they do it during the day and during NFL I like having that game in the morning you can have one game in the morning so you can just watch while you're waking up and sort of get moving during the yeah. winter um, but as far as like I, I have no problem with the 1 of 4 o'clock games I really don't I, I think the one o'clock, we four grew up o'clock. With that, so it, you know, it's yeah, the thing we like.
3: Yeah, we're we're used I, to I that. I like it too. Yeah.
8: yeah, yeah. I wouldn't mind having a nine thirty game. The London game being nine thirty. I kind of liked
3: it. Yeah, when they had the London game, it was kind of cool. When they had that nine thirty game, to I, get up in the morning, watch that one. I don't know if I could do a whole slate, but uh,
8: I I wouldn't be able to do one game.
3: One game is awesome to watch in the morning.
8: Can I tell you though? I I think they should ditch the Thursday night game.
3: Yeah, yeah. A lot of people are saying that though. They think it's it's oversaturation with the NFL right now.
8: I think it's hurting their Sunday. Oh, they actually are talking about that. They want to get rid of it. They're hurting their Sunday, uh, and I look at it from this perspective, and Steve, please argue with me on this. I I am. (laughs) I I, I already disagree with you completely. (laughs) 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 I would too. Um, (laughs) I think the Thursday night game hurts the Sunday games because let's say you're a Jet fan and the Jets are playing the Patriots. So you're watching that game on Thursday night and the game is over there's the casual football fan that's going to keep an eye on what's going on on Sunday but you're losing two huge fan bases for once that game is over their game is over they're not those people are not in front of the TV to watch the next games
17: right and they're going to be like on Sunday well what are we going to watch my team ain't playing or or
8: especially during the fall September October they're out with their families apple picking or doing something like that whereas like well, my team played on Thursday night. I really don't have any you know, I don't really care to watch it. Right. Not not everybody and their sisters playing fantasy football. Yeah. Everybody uses the excuse, well all the fantasy football players are watching all the games. Yeah. The fantasy football, you know, is about thirty percent of your audience. Yeah. Right. It's is big that low? Really? I th- is that it's low? Not everybody. I don't play. I they're, they're they're not
17: all the years I've been around sports.
8: Not everybody does fantasy football. Yeah. Right. So you know that's that's the one thing that everybody sort of has to understand. I think maybe that number is a little low, thirty percent. Maybe it's a little bit more, maybe forty percent. But you know, still at the same time, if I'm a Giant fan and the Giants play on Thursday or they're playing a, on Monday, I'm not really as paying as attention to as much on Sunday as I yeah. would be.
3: I I, th- I think I think the fantasy player number is relevant. I I think that. You're getting zero rate. You're getting zero uh, watchers of the NFL on Thursday, or you're getting whatever number that you're you're producing when the game's playing. Yeah, no. that's what I see. That's how I see it. And you're still going That's not gonna affect Sunday at all. People are gonna still gonna watch on Sundays. The, uh, th- maybe because your game played on Thursday, but you still got that guy to watch the game, and you got him to watch it on Thursday, which you'd have zero ratings otherwise.
8: Right, but at the same time, I'd rather have those those people who are watching that one game watching it on Sunday also, so if the game is a blowout, they're going to another channel to watch a different game. Yeah. So if Channel 2 is airing the Jet game and the Jets are getting destroyed by the Patriots, they can always go to Channel 5 and see the Cowboys playing Tampa Bay. You know what I mean? So the, so either way, they're getting they, those ratings on Sunday, but you don't have that option because you're not getting those two yeah, I mean,
3: You're talking about an option of two different games, though. I, 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 there's that. That's not, there's not even also, that big of an option.
8: Okay, so let's say the Jets play at 1 o'clock. Or usually they play at one o'clock. The Giants are not playing until Four. eight o'clock. The eight, eight o'clock game on on Sunday night. You lost two huge fan bases who will watch their game and maybe watching a little bit of the second game before that eight o'clock game. Yeah. The Giants fans are not really paying attention to what the Jets are doing. I don't care what anyone says. Like, I majority of Giants fans. It's it's the little brother syndrome that you and I have always talked about. Oh yeah, about
3: like, the, like the Mets and the Yankees for oh, sure.
8: Like yeah. the, the Mets are concerned oh, what yeah. the Yankees yeah. are doing, but the Yankees don't even really care too much about what the Mets yeah, are doing. Yeah, yeah. So. Uh, anyway, with, with all that being said, uh, we're wrapping up. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Facebook. Yes. Follow Steve at Steve Spanup uh, Twitter, F- Facetime, Snapchat, the world, the
3: Steve, world, yeah. the, <laughs>
8: <laughs> the world. Follow a, me a, a lot
3: more. You know, back sports page. So we definitely should.
8: Well, and you know, be we're tuning
3: still, into that because me and you're gonna be doing a lot more with that and
8: and not only that, but also um also on YouTube we're again yeah, YouTube yeah. YouTube be ready. We're we're gonna, uh, we're gonna
3: be getting in, into a lot of different yeah. stuff coming up coming, you it's know. It's gonna get a little crazy.
8: It's gonna be really crazy. It's or as Nelly would say, it's getting hot in here. <laughs> I don't know if I should <laughs> oh, ever say that again. <laughs> upset. Strike that one <laughs> from
3: it, alright? From the, from I the am, mind I over I have no problem <laughs> we with pull being one out so of the book. out of touch <laughs> with
8: reality. I am so okay with that. Listen, Um
3: Nelly's done, alright? No, <laughs>
8: Who the hell is this Nelly guy? Who's this Nelly? <laughs> Who's <laughs> this
3: Nelly
16: <cracker> <laughs> character Character <laughs> talking about?
8: Did you say cracker? <laughs> 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 no, <laughs> I was trying to say character. <laughs> <And laughs> cracker. This might be our last show up here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Character. So character. Uh, anyway, so with that being said, uh, we're, we're closing up shop. Special thanks to Colin Mockery. Special mm. thanks to Eric Webb. Thanks for Bob Spino for coming up here. for Definitely. Uh, Thanks, for, Bob. For, for, for go coming up here and hanging out with us today. Um, we have, I guess, more WRPR shows coming up later on the night around 9 o'clock. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and check out the podcast. It'll be up uh, later on this week. Otherwise, uh, you know, we're out of here. Yeah.
3: We'll see you next week. See you next
8: week. week. Same bad time. Same bad time. Oh, actually, no, not same bad time. Oh, different time. Different, <laughs> different time. Different time. Same bad time. <laughs> we're
10: lying. Last night, I think I
7: drank too much.